to Data Backlog Dialogues, the data podcast that digs you out of your backlog before it buries you in data. I'm Data John, and joining me as always are the Data Sora and Journal Riku to my Jiminy Cricket. Wait, how does this work? Because I feel like I was just created, and I yeah, definitely have made a data. data. I appear to be a Lego structure of some sort. That's not what <laughs> I'm seeing right now. I'm just seeing data all over the place. We are all living in data. Oh, it's a fistful of data, then. Thank you, the Star Trek fans will get that. Yeah, and I'm Matt, I guess, uh, Data Matt. We are data versions of ourselves, completely identical to our originals in every way, with one exception. We have not seen Coded yet, so we're here to talk about it. How does this work exactly? Like I said, I definitely shouldn't work in any way because I'm, I'm not ambulatory, not electronic, nor am I made of anything that has the ability to process. Yeah. I, are you in- sure? As far as Kingdom Hearts goes, as far as I can tell, data is an abstract concept. Yeah. So Legos are definitely not abstract. Just pointing that out. I, I feel like I can't move. As we've seen in, or going to see in this discussion, like data is blocks. So you are perfectly fine to be made of blocks. Everything <laughs> uh-huh. is data. Yeah. So we just I just sort of we just sort of came to. So what is it we're doing? Oh, well, OK. So I was given real John's notes for this discussion. But all it says is this. Let's watch some Kingdom Hearts recoded cutscenes. No, I don't want to. Look, we have to. It's for the podcast. But coded sucks. You're, it's it's like your notes are arguing with themselves. Yeah, I mean, he, real John does that all the time. He argues with himself as in his notes. It 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 stops there. I'll just use the notes I took myself instead. I thought we didn't have any hour to this. Don't question it. <laughs> I understand it. Just don't ask me to explain it. Yeah, stop poking hole the the high concepts. At least it's just the cutscenes, and we don't have to play through the whole game to see them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. Like, um, what kind of game was this anyway? Well, first it was a, a episodic mobile game released well before most mobile games existed. Oh, dear, that seems like a problem. Then it was a DS game that collected the story. Oh, boy, that's cool. Then it was remade into another high-def version, just kind of turned into another uh, cutscene movie. So kind of like 358 Days Over 2. I'm going to get that right, even though Real John gets it wrong all the time. Just admit you have no more idea what's going on than we do. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what's going on. I'm a data person and I was born 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so let's start this off then. Let's fulfill yes. our purpose. Yes. Okay. So it opens with the scene right before Sora hopped into the Sora pod before the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2. Right where he makes his promise to Namine. Which will never be remembered again. Never again. And then we get, once again, like a lot of these games have had, a sort of recap montage that's simple and clean. Yep. At this time, it has matrix text particle effects to signify just how important data is. Yeah, just, number, yes. just numbers and bits of green computer screen uh, text just, just flying through things. And the effects go away, and we finally get the focus on the thank Namine note in Jimmy's journal, which nobody could have guessed would have turned out to be important at all, right? I'm pretty sure they've already faked Namine a few times, right? No. Didn't Kyrie think Namine? It's sort of in a vague, you're a person that helped me way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, true, you're right. No one has actually thanked Namine for the thing she needs to be thanked for. So hopefully this game will be about that. We end up having Jimmy telling us that we've gone on two different journeys. It's a weird recap where he's just kind of like explaining what has happened up till now. First was the journey to stop darkness from spreading. And the second journey was to put lost hearts back where they belong. And also stop darkness from spreading or something like that. That's the first journey, like I said. Yeah, but the second one also did that in some ways. Oh, true. You're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Stop twilight from spreading? Question mark. Question mark. So Jimmy admires his two notebooks because he was totally there and relevant for all of it. 
just sort of narrating to himself, my imagine. He's talking in narration, but he's standing there. Yeah, like, um, so Jiminy was totally a major character in the first two games, even and also, of course, in Chain of Memories, but we're not worrying about Chain of Memories right now. He was there. He just spent most of his time in Sora's pocket, scribbling furiously in the tiny journals. Yep. I hate to think I mean, what it smelled like in there. Uh, probably smelled like happiness and friendship. But what's that smell like? <laughs> OK, so if darkness smells like poo gas, what does light smell like? Mm, processed sugar. It smells like you're in a fabric softener ad. I dig it. it smells like the snuggle bear. I dig it. Light smells like snuggle bears. So that's one bit of data that the real people of us will surely have use for. Yes. So he still has no clue why the only thing in the Kingdom Hearts 1 journal is thank Namine. Everything else went away. It seems like he's decided not to care is kind of the conclusion we get as this goes on. Yeah, he wonders if that's all the book is meant to hold now, and he realizes he doesn't even know a Namine. And then the pages of the journal flip to the end, and we have new arc words. Because <laughs> out of nowhere, the book opens. So it's like, oh, yeah. books do a lot of things here. Obviously, books open up by themselves. They're full of data. Data haunting. Data haunting. Oh? Anyway, what does it say? It says, their hurting will be mended when you return to end it. Get used to the word hurting. It's going to come up a lot. No more rhymes than I mean it. Oh, no. The original Japanese word might have been itami, but it's it, it's it's an acceptable translation. But it's just it's so awkward. And like, I personally hate the word hurt as a noun. And it's a complete arc word for this game. It sounds infantile. Well, I mean, so the original cell phone game apparently had we must return to free them from their torment, which is a lot darker Kind of takes out the rhyme, too, so it yeah. kind of makes it feel a little less artificial that way. They could have just kept the word torment or pain or something. I feel like they want to do something with hurt. I don't know. We'll find out. Keep hurting. So Jimmy decides to take the journal to Mickey because Mickey knows what to do with these things because he's king. When you're king, you know these things. Jimmy yep. doesn't really know things. He writes things, so he needs help with it. Yep. All Mickey really has to say when he sees the message in the journal is that it's a mysterious message. Thanks. Oh, that's mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of like that. It's the same reading room in the castle that was in Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, the castle. It's kind of a bit of continuity. They're pretty good about your using assets in this series. Wow. It's good about need to to save money. <laughs> I, I assume there's some of that in there. Yep. Jimmy comments that the journal definitely did not leave the site and he definitely didn't write it. This would be a good place for a joke we can't make yet. <laughs> Was the joke to repeat it in red? <laughs> yeah, probably, but uh, we can't make that joke yet. Honestly, I couldn't remember which one we were going for. Yeah, it's probably so, that. So Mickey, being uh, the intuitive guy that he is, decides that it means somebody needs help. And because just because the pages are blank and uh, are blank doesn't mean that the journal is empty. I question Mickey understanding what books are. <laughs> pages uh, don't. Why would it? OK, well, we're in a, I mean, we're in a library. Of course, Mickey knows what books are. Maybe books just work differently in Kingdom Hearts world. Oh, no, it's Discworld. They're going to the librarians going to show up. Can they really model an orangutan? I don't understand that reference. Read Discworld, <laughs> damn it. It's very it, good. It won't you matter should. if I read Discworld. Real John has to read Discworld. That's fine. You can work on it. Like, you actually get to talk to him, right? By the way. <laughs> Just going to point out, apparently we were created with all the stupid references that the originals have in their head. So, yeah, why? it's harder yeah. to, to take those things out than it is yeah. to, to leave to just think, leave them in. I think the only thing that they were able to manage to delete from the brains was knowledge of coded to make these copies. So 
And yet you still have notes about it. Well, I had to take notes in order to do this episode. Yes. Okay. Right. So Donald and Goofy are here now, too. Yeah. They're wondering what Chip and Dale are up to. They're also here. Yep. And what Chip and Dale are up to is putting together a weird device to analyze Jiminy's journal. Do you think it's intentional how badly they're doing the computer stuff here? This is like computer enhanced to the nth power here. None of this. This is not how computers works. It's a bigger dot. Excellent. Chip and Dale are probably the most technical savvy people of all of the Disney characters that we've met. And that's kind of sad. Incredibly (laughs) so. Yes. We we say they beat Tron. I mean, (laughs) I just put you a dilemma, man. (laughs) Is Tron important? Why, why would Tron be important? He's just a data person. Shit. <laughs> then we see we see the computer here in the reading room, too. It's like a Fisher Price ass computer. Looks oh, yeah. like, you know, one of Bunch those of big uh, squishy screens. Yep. yep. It's gummy technology. Yeah, it's gummy technology. What does what yeah. gummy smell like? Is that what light smells like? It's maybe. Oh, it depends gosh. On the color. They light. look like red flavor. Light smells like gummy. <laughs> Whatever that means. Anyway, when they turn on the computer, several screens representing a few Kingdom Hearts 1 areas appear. And then the bad shit alarm goes off and the screen fills with black and red cubes. Ah, the oh shit, the oh shit light's gone off. The bad shit alarm I have. But anyway, I have in my notes. Seems like there's something wrong with the worlds inside the journal. Wait, why are there worlds inside the journal? Slow the fuck down, Kingdom Hearts. So if there's worlds inside the journals, if there's any books inside the world inside the journals, are there books inside those worlds inside those books with books inside the... The, the, the answer is yes. The... the Okay, I think I just came out of a loop there. Yeah, I think you just had a bit of a stack overflow problem. Uh, just like all you got to do is not do recursive functions and just do a for loop and you'll do fine. You don't need to worry about it. I know your stack is probably a bit lower, but the technology that you're built with, but it's fine. I, I still don't understand how I'm thinking. My hands appear to be those little claws, so. <laughs> I guess that they're saying that the data inside the journal is corrupted, even though it was, you know, written down with a fountain pen. I mean, so, so does that mean like whiteout is like a formatting? <laughs> That's horrifying. I don't want to think about that right now. There's rabbit holes everywhere here for weird jokes. Goofy suggests that they could go into the journal and someone could fix the worlds. And Chip thinks that's a great idea, and they'll send someone inside the journal to explore the world and fix its data. So already we're just like being like, okay, we can send people inside to the data world now. So that's the conceit of the story. Everyone got that. We just casually created the Matrix here in yep. Mickey's basement. Out of a book. And Mickey has just the person for the job. And we just and we cut the Tron. He's checking his he's checking his email box. It's empty. He's sitting there sadly, just wondering if he should switch on the screensaver again. It's it's like a mini version of waiting for the the smash envelope from uh, Sakurai and it never comes. Yep. But Sora got his. So now Sora Matrix dives to the heart. It's like a normal dive to heart, only computery. Yep, Chip and Dale have found a way to rewrite Sora's data because that's a thing you can do. Yeah, I just want to mention it's just like they have Sora's data. I find myself thinking of like later Star Trek Voyager that where the Techno Babble imply things like they keep ongoing active recorded scans of everyone's body and brainwaves. Mm-hmm. And that's terrifying because it means they just have every bit of information all time. <laughs> why does Disney Castle have the ability to do this too? And why are they doing it? It's more that I think they found the data from Sora from the journal itself. They can't find anything in the journal. So, okay, probably what happened is Jiminy had like, so first of all, Jiminy has the representation of Sora from the start of Kingdom Hearts 2, which is still very close to the Sora at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. 
basically the use that. they get is clearly from the start of Kingdom Hearts 1. Is the yes. Well, you can extrapolate backwards. You can reverse engineer your Sora to get a uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora. Fresh off. Check the save log. Yeah, just off the save log. You can do it. You can do it totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, to go through Sora's metadata, find the right timestamp. I'm not even sure I'm using these terms right. That sounds about right. It's fine. And so Sora in the Datascape can use the Keyblade to unglitch the data in the in the journals. It's the most logical progression. I have in my notes, it's pretty funny seeing them stare at Sora on the screen, completely oblivious to the fact that he's a Russian nesting video game character. It seems like they're going with the data that data or information is metaphysical and retains its properties no matter what form it's translated into. It's almost like a weird metaphysical interpretation of quantum information theory. We have a, is this a scene or is this a yeah this is a scene how are we gonna do we never did work out chip and dale did we <laughs> i mean i could try so i really feel like the real ones of us are like too concerned with like authenticity for these crazy animal voices let's just like do a funny voice and not worry about it that seems much more okay. logical, right I'll, I'll, I'll start chip that so you dale and i found a way to over rewrite sora's data <laughs> okay and i guess i'll be donald what are you talking about so we, we got we got Donald uh, Chipper Chipper says we have to give the Sora who's in the datascape the power to use his keyblade. Now now he can help us unglitch all the journal data. We think this data is a new Sora. Yeah, are you saying he's not the same Sora he, we met on our journey before? Your journey with a real Sora was all recorded into data, so he is the Sora we know from before, just another version. As everyone's huge ship because I was like, and since he's so Sora, we can help us restore all the worlds the way they're supposed to be. Uh, 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 Yikes! Uh, what was that all about? I got no idea. So I feel like we kind of went into trying to do it halfway through there. Yeah. Well, I, I just do a good goofy, so. Yeah. yeah, and I do a good Mickey. I think it's fine like that. It's totally okay. <laughs> I don't have any. Yeah. So, yeah, this is our story, I guess. Buckle up. <laughs> well, at least they're starting out with the supposition that a digital version of Sora is, with all the same memories, a real sentient being, just like Sora, I guess. But wait, they, they created this being for a single purpose. What's going to happen to Data Sora to done with him? What's going to happen to us? I'm sure they'll find a use for us later. Why would someone make a data person only to bring them up once? So Chip and Dale go next door to check it out, and we cut to things being less panicky. It's worth noting a lot of the scenes of this are going to be constantly bracketed by Mickey, Donald, and Goofy just watching on the computer screen and commenting what's going on. So we're definitely not going to be voicing most of those. Oh, yeah. But, it, but it's, we do want to at least mention that we saw Data Sword being immediately pestered by a cloak guy. Just know that at like, the end of two-thirds of these scenes, add, and then Mickey talks to the others about what just happened. Mostly just, just repeating what we saw. Is this the Sora show now? Uh, as compared to like the Truman show? Maybe. In case I, and in case I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, my friends are my power. <laughs> I mean, Truman show is pretty Gnostic. This is pretty Gnostic already. Maybe you have something. <laughs> so we find out that Data Sora can hear Mickey's voice when he talks to him through the computer. I guess they put the webcam on. Yeah, I have in my notes, Data Sora is 10 minutes old, very confused, and now he's being ordered by a squeaky voice to follow the first person he ever met. Technically, he remembers meeting a lot of people because he has Sora's memories, at least until he gets off the island. It just feels it feels like his memories. He doesn't access them actively like he spends a lot of time confused until he's reminded of something. Well, like he's probably not a very sophisticated program, so we probably can't move information from one register to another very quickly. 
And I guess this is where tutorial would have been. Yeah, yeah. The Keyblade appears in Datasaur's hand, and the poor kid is just so fucking confused. But Vicky explains that it's the power to fight and survive. Kind of sounds like he's been dumped into someone's sick fighting game. Oh, yeah. It's kind of messed <laughs> up. It's almost, it makes me think of Digital Devil Side. Like, it's fight. It's the only way to survive. Datasaur fights off some Heartless, and a door appears that Datasaur obediently opens. It takes him out to Destiny Islands. We we kind of get this this whole thing where where he goes to the Destiny Islands and now it's covered in the red cubes, which represent the glitches or bugs, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mickey calls out to him and Sora wonders who the fuck he is. And Mickey responds with, I've never met the you in this world, but I do know you, Sora, and Sora knows me. So which, believe in the Sora that believes in me, that believes in Sora. No. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we can make that reference since I'm pretty sure the real us is did the Grun Lagan episode last week. True. But Mickey, you're being really confusing to a kid who's been existed for 20 minutes and you threw him at cosmic horrors with a big magic key that he's never seen before. Digital cosmic horrors. Yep. Mm. Datasaur doesn't understand any of this, right? Oh, no, so it's a Digimon. <laughs> it's pretty nonsense, even by Kingdom Hearts standards, I'd say. Sweet man-made horrors beyond Sora's comprehension. So it's the D-Reaper? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's really fucked then. Oh, dear. That is like the absolute worst thing to run into. <laughs> <laughs> so Datasaur doesn't understand any of this. Rightfully so. But fortunately, he's a good data boy because the apple won't fall far from the tree. Yeah. So he I goes along with this squeaky voice saying, don't worry, I'm your friend. <laughs> so Sora, Sora's naivete is his power. Yep. <laughs> I know well, I think it's his friends, but anyway, we get some actually good dialogue. First, try to find anything odd. I found that already. These blocks. He's like, are you not seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty aware of shit for being a half hour old computer program. Well, they do really clash with the setting, with the with the art style. They clearly are clipping into objects. So, yeah, <laughs> if you knew your existence was data and you saw some shit like that, you'd be like, yeah, that's probably a glitch. <laughs> Datasaur runs off to ask the residents of the island what the fuck is going on. Yep. Mickey promises to be by his side. Well, metaphorically, because he's just floating. He's just kind of off in, in space up from Sora's viewpoint. And then we get to see the first really strange choice that Coded makes for this cutscene collection. Where <laughs> Mickey narrates some non-cutscene scenes like in a second person past tense, like he's talking to Sora. It's really strange. Yeah, it's a really strange choice. Like. It's talking about it as in, like, you played this game already, and so we're telling you what you did. <laughs> it's weird. You did. It's, it's, it's like Sora's having a memory leak issue, so Mickey's just filling him in what keeps happening every few minutes. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, he, he's not cleaning up his pointers, and that's causing memory leaks. <laughs> D- Data Sora is not a, a program with very good manners. Or garbage collection. I can't really tell which tone we're going in this. I'm confused. I can't believe how easy it is to make computer programming jokes right now. Oh, it's super easy. We are a computer or something like that. So we find out the Datasaur interrogated Final Fantasy characters and learned that the cloak guy went to the secret place. So we got to go to the secret place. Remember, there's only one place called worthy of being called the secret place. It's the place with the weird door. Why do they not question what the door was for beforehand? Uh, the door is just always there and it never opened. Don't question it. Certainly most keyhole doors are kind of like parts of integrated, uh, like the ecology of the world. What the heck is this door? 
it's the door to the world's heart, right? Did somebody say the door to darkness? No, no one said that. Mickey's like, oh, sorry, force of habit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, as he approaches that weird door, the island begins to tremor and words appear on the screen. There's a road for the taking if you end our world's aching. I have in my notes, seems someone in this journal likes annoying rhyming couplets. I mean, I already made the Princess Bride joke, so. Did? What was that again? No more rhymes than I mean it. Does anyone want a peanut? <laughs> I didn't say that one, but. but. <laughs> Datasora calls it a voice, even if it's silent text on black, and manifests the keyblade to use it on the door. And suddenly we just cut back to Mickey and the others, but this time something happens. Light just shoots out of the mother and blinds them. Yep. And that weird rhyming couplet has been added to the journal. By journal, we mean like the, the journal on the screen of their computer, not the actual book, I think. No, I think it actually is the physical book that they that they are in possession of. It, it appears in both. Yeah, but I don't think they open. I think they show it entirely like on the screen display. Oh, so before anyone can figure anything out, the cloak guy shows up to tell Data Sora some shit. Because why should Sora get a moment to figure things out? Let's just keep piling on. Guess I'm OK. But what was that? This world has been connected. It's you! Now stand tied. Huh? There's a road for the taking if you end our world's aching. I don't understand that. Is it a riddle? So, what am I supposed to do with that? To make this place whole, the keyhole's the place. Keyholes? The place? The guy just wanders off and vanishes. Hey, wait! I mean, this is sore. Don't stop confusing you with inside out cones. I, I kind of feel like like this is hilarious just because even like a non Sora character would be confused by by these cryptic bullshit riddles. Evidence by how Goofy hasn't figured anything out yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sora starts to chase after him, but a keyhole flashes into existence in front of the door. Data Sora's like, well, this is weird. Understatement. Yeah. yeah. Mickey just sells him to use the keyblades. It's why the fuck not? Let's move fast and break things. We are tech. We have no idea what's going to happen because this is in the world we don't understand. But fuck it. Go for it, kid. <laughs> I know why Mickey's not very good, but. <laughs> so, so is, so is Mickey a tech bro now? Apparently. Mickey really follows the try everything and then we can just always reboot later. So, yeah, this causes things to shift to the destruction of the Destiny Islands, as you might expect for opening that fucking door. And Data Sora needs to find a bunch of Matrix text in the form of a dark side. I feel like the model really like starts textured as scrolling text, like with the feet and everything, and then just kind of forms into it. Yeah. Is this a data dark side, data side, dark data? I'm going to go with data dark side just because it's like. Data dark, data side, data. After Data Sora wins. <laughs> because it's fine enough dark sides now, Evie doesn't remember. Yep. After Data Sora wins, everything is sucked into a big ball of darkness in the sky, and Jiminy has a new entry in his journal. There are more hurts than the one you have just undone. Please stop using the word hurts. Yeah, hurt doesn't really give the tone you want there. Yeah, but- <laughs> and, and I love what next is. We see that Jimmy's manning the keyboard, which is Mickey scale. So he's hopping back and forth key to key. They yeah. push the keyboard all the way at the end of the long table Mickey's sitting at. So someone has to be standing on it, I guess. But yeah, Goofy, the guy's got long arms. Let him type. No, Jiminy is an old man. He's searching and pecking, but he won't let anyone else take control from him. He is going to do this. You you don't tell him what to do. He's been around way longer than you have. More hurts than the one we have just undone? Hey, look. 
journal sort of glows. A cheesy 90s window flies out like we're doing a video of the wonders of the internet, shows TV snow, and then turns into a clear picture of the destruction of Destiny Islands. A silverhead boy walks on the beach as a wind and wood alike spin in the air around Broken Island. A brown cloak appears behind them and stops and turns toward it. The cloaked figure points toward him as the boy smiles. Portal appears behind the boy. The scene ends, and the monitor shows the journal again. Gee, now that can't be right. If the data was repaired, we should be seeing the things that were written inside my journal, right? But what we just saw, that never happened. Or at least, I never wrote it down. You mean it's showing us stuff you didn't know about? Hmm, I wonder if what's going on inside the journal. Wouldn't it be a shame if it turned out everything that's happening doesn't really matter and it's just someone dangling a big mystery box in front of our faces to get us interested in the journal? Pluto is Shaggy Dog? Because because we're still doing a retread of our story, we once again show Sora, well, Data Sora, waking up in Data Traverse Town. Yep, I have in my notes, Data Pluto wakes up Data Sora and oh no, this is a weird filler recap arc that reuses old story beats for a new story. Oh, no. Weird that you're surprised. You'd think after two very good side games, they would be able to have a good side game again. But maybe this will go fine. Mm. It's starting out a little bit slow, but I, I don't know. The data framing of it is kind of charming and how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. Mickey wants Datasora to go into town, but Datasora wonders what happens to the island. And so Mickey's just kind of like, it's fine. It's fine. Nothing bad has happened. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing bad ever happens in Data World. Yep. Mickey, why are you lying to Datasaur? Just because he's not real doesn't mean he doesn't have feelings. Weren't you paying attention to the end of Kingdom Hearts 2? He, honestly, he probably wasn't. He was confused by how he was trying to say that darkness was scary and Diz was... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would require listening to Diz all the way through. He spent way too much time with Diz at the end of there, and he did not pay much attention to Sora and Riku and Kairi's lessons, so... Yeah, except Diz was the one talking, so he also just kind of blanked out on it. <laughs> and Mickey totally missed everything with Roxas, so... So we just end up recapping a little bit about Data Sora working with Sid, Huey, Dewey, and Louie on some random crap. Back in the library, Donald comments on these scenes bringing back memories, and Goofy wonders how all the Final Fantasy characters are doing. And Mickey's just enjoying watching Kingdom Hearts 1 recap videos. <laughs> yeah, I have in my notes, yep, folks, we're getting pretty Gnostic here. We're like, it feels weird for me as an emanation of John commenting on how Gnostic things are, but it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's have this. let's have this next scene. Boy, that, does that bring back memories. Oh, yeah, I remember it, too. That's where we met Sora on our first adventure. And also Yuffie, Aerith, Leon, too. Wonder how those guys are doing. Interesting. That's where you three became friends. I got a question for you. When that journal got all digitized, we found the old entries, right? So does that mean that the Pluto that woke up Sora is the Pluto that's just made of his data? Why do you ask, Goof? Well, I'm wondering if there are data versions of all of us inside there, too. Huh, that's a good question. Jiminy, what do you think? I'm afraid, Your Majesty, I don't actually have an answer to that question. As you know, the bugs are blocking our access to all the data. It's quite possible the entire data world has been fragmented, and that's not like a whole entity like you first thought. We just haven't figured it out yet. Hmm. Whack! Wait, it's okay. Sora is a hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I'm sure Sora will lead us to the answer. <laughs> so, yeah, I still find myself thinking, Goofy going to say, Garsh, is there a copy of you too, Jiminy? And if Data you is a data journal, does that mean you're a data, Data Sora, and us, and you, and that Data you has Stack Overflow again? 
like I gotta say, use loops instead of recursion and make sure you have default breaks and returns and you'll be a-okay. I have a mini fake painted face. I think I'm kind of stuck with what I got here, so. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just find this all very amusing, like Goofy, the, the idea of Goofy trying to reason out this this idea of recursive data worlds to be absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. I don't Goofy be the one to poke holes in this scenario. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so this logical sense. Can you account for this? <laughs> Goofy's just like, like this story is full of holes. <laughs> like the journal. <laughs> but yeah. We get more second-person narration telling us about Data Sora reconstructing the keyhole of Traverse Town. And on the way back to Sids with Louie, a cloak guy shows up and throws a data fragment at Sora. And then he just immediately vanishes, just flings something, I think almost as Sora's head is, is how I'm remembering yeah, that's it. All, yeah, be, that's basically it. I might be amusing myself overdoing it, so... Data Sora goes into the keyhole, just defeats a thing inside, and we smash cut to what happened after. Like, what did he fight in there? I'm betting Data Guard armor, because why not? Yeah, probably. That would make the most sense, right? Because he fought a Data Dark Side on Destiny Island, so it probably is a Data Guard armor. Yeah, probably. I just, I really just got my my brain stuck on imagining Mister Data Side now. Sorry, <laughs> Mister Data Side. What? <laughs> That's actually the song thinking? I meant. But what song so, are you thinking? Uh, honestly, I, I kind of my brain mixed up Mister Brightside with Mister Blue Sky, so I'm just in a mess here. I think I, I still think I'm having memory overflow problems. I mean, it's okay. You, I think you probably have enough data as it is right now. It's fine. Just take it so, easy. So then Sora locks the keyhole under Mickey's advice, which causes all of the weird data blocks to just disappear. Yep. And that causes the bad shit alarm to go off in the library again, and a new message is added to the journal. The alarm can't really seem to decide what's important. Yeah. Yep. And it's just the same message again, right? The There are more hurts than the one you have just undone. They get a new picture on the screen. We just saw Donald and Goofy having like their first team up pose, like just basically hands together in Traverse Town, and then Pluto wanders off. We actually did see that, and then the camera focuses on Pluto wandering off and into an alley, and he finds a poo gas portal, and he runs into it, and the video ends, and we never He's, saw that. Yeah, we never. He saw seems that. excited too. Oh yeah, He's totally going into that poo gas portal. It smells funny. So the Heartless attack the library out of nowhere. Yeah, the, this is the real library that that Mickey and the others are in. Like we just literally see some like while they're talking, some shadows just kind of slide in and they're on their on the floor animation just pop up. <laughs> yep. And Mickey just easily kicks their asses and goes back to, ch- to check the rest of the castle. But the door is shut. The trio is trapped and the bad shit alarm goes off again with a new page in the journal. Undo the hurt to unbar the way. Wait, are we talking about? Unbarring the way in the datascape in the journal, or now are we talking about unbarring the way in the real world where I mean, we have the them stuck in the in the door with the, the library with a barred door? It sounds like in order to get out of the shitty library, we need to repair all the data, and I wonder how we'll get out of having to do the episode. I uh, we could just stop. Undo the hurt to unbar the way. Also, we won't have an episode then. Anyone hear that? Do you think you're being too hard on them? This is the first thing they've done, after all. Quiet! You're ruining the mystique! It's okay, fellas! I'm here to help guide you! There's nothing shady about this setup! Uh-huh! I think they bought it. 
Okay, okay. I think that happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if they're just watching us, what's the freaking point of all this? Now Datasaur is in Wonderland. I have in my notes, it's at this point that we realize we are watching Mickey play a buggy version of the original Kingdom Hearts with a direct conversation with the main character going on. Is any more watching a Let's Play? I actually know an anime that's coming out that has that joke where the characters are, uh, the, uh, the people playing are snarky in the game, the characters start hearing them. What is it? It's uh, called like, Endo and Kobayashi's Commentary. It's about one of those like uh, villainous stories, only it's literally just two high school students talking, and one, of the, and one of the Capture Prince characters hears them and thinks they're gods talking to him. And then it gets weird from there. I'm actually looking forward to that one. That's, that's really cool. I want to see that. It's coming. <laughs> I don't know when, but I know it's been announced. Datasora, now in Wonderland, wanders through the Queen of Hearts garden filled with blocks. He has no idea how he got here, and Mickey lies to him by saying the new journal message only refers to his problem and tries not to let Datasora know that there's any problem in the real world above his. It says he's lying to him. He also just saving Datasora the headache of not understanding this whole reality layer bullshit. He doesn't need to think he's an artificial world scenario. Those are stupid. Yep. I'm just imagining now... Uh, uh, a lace background appearing over uh, the game and Mickey starting to talk. We can't make that reference yet. <laughs> yeah, I was with Mickey in a cat box. It'd be really unhealthy for him. <laughs> oh God. So this leads to, uh, to data Sora going to rescue Alice from attacking heartless while he's going off to find another keyhole. He basically just like good boys is where he's away now that he's fully in hero mode. I'm just sure if I just keep doing all the friendship and light stuff, shit's going to make sense. Yeah. It, which shows he's not so different from real Sora after all. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Data Alice doesn't seem to remember who Data Sora is. The Data Cheshire Cat shows up head first and comments that things have become quite buggy. I mean, look at me. My, my polygons are broken. I, actually, I think it's that Data Alice doesn't remember who she herself is either. Oh, yeah, yeah. She remembers seeing a keyhole and the Cheshire Cat mentions Inklings, which might have been a mechanic in the original game. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure this is not a Splatoon crossover. Well, I mean, you got blocks instead of paint, so. Well, it's notable. I do think it's important to point out they get the Cheshire Cat right in these cutscenes. It's actually kind of funny because I'm consistently surprised at how well they handled the Disney worlds in this game compared to a lot of the previous games. Like so many of these worlds are actually done significantly better than the than the Kingdom Hearts one Disney world. The Cheshire Cat specifically is like spot on with the animations and yeah. how how he seems. I don't think we'd have enough time to get into it fully, but yeah, like the dialogue actually does justice to the world. The animation is excellent. Like it is like really surprising to me, like watching these cutscenes like, oh, they put effort in. That's cool. And just put a side thing. I'm certainly not calling this bad at all, but it's mildly amusing to me that in order to imitate the original voice, Jim Cummings basically is almost literally doing his Winnie the Pooh voice. It sounds so incredibly similar. Actually, I think it almost sounds like Gopher even. Uh, it has that kind of same whistle almost. Hmm. You're not wrong. So Cummings is one heck of a voice actor and he does all sorts of roles. It's just kind of entertaining how these two, because of what he's having to Amir, they drift so close together. Because I was imagining Winnie the Pooh picking up, uh, picking up uh, surrealism as well as his standard existential issues. Yep. So these inklings are actually metaphysical representations of, of memories. And Sora has to find a bunch to restore Alice's memory. But before he can, though, the cloak guy shows up to be cryptic and annoying, as usual. He just kind of throws a bunch of stuff about how he has to solve things. I don't even know. I didn't even bother to copy it down. So, yeah, I just I'm just going to go ahead and poke at you while you do your task. Like, whatever, man. Yep. He, he's he's there to make Sora 
feel like he's being needled and annoy him more yep. or less. Yep, he's basically just role playing organization thirteen right now. Yep, he basically concluding that Sora works best if someone's ever so slightly uh, taunting him. Yep. <laughs> Can we find out about him? It actually makes a, a shocking amount of sense. Oh yeah. Back in the library, the Inklings have caused Jiminy to remember something about Namine. How does he remember anything about Namine? Uh, Inklings? <laughs> so Mickey kind of reminds them that Namine was a witch that changes memories, so... Yeah, there we go. Let's consider Mickey probably learned that from Diz, and Diz is still calling Namine a witch, so f- fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I think even we can agree Diz sucks. <laughs> It's just very strange that they're trying to remember something that they explicitly do not remember and cannot remember. Yep. So Datasaurus fucking around some more in Wonderland when Data Alice gets Datasaurus to the castle and the cloak guy shows up again to be annoying. It's quite clear at this point we're cutting lots of little collectathon or fighting elements oh, yeah. there. Just it's just rushing through the story bits. Yep. So and the cloak guy, yeah, is like the truth lies through the keyhole and with it true memories. Do these clothes cause the people wearing them to talk only in cryptic bullshit? I assume they're high from the fumes. So, yeah, um, (laughs) I'm I'm not even going to pay attention to that. So so the Data Queen of Hearts think that Data Sora and Data Alice are responsible for stealing her memory. Which is on point and gives us this great line of dialogue. It was the bugs that did it. So that's how you did it. You and an army of insects. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Actually, it's really great. good dialogue. Yes. Yeah. And as a voice to Queen of Hearts is great. You always just kind of have to bellow and not show out your microphone. Yes. Yep. So we get to <laughs> off some card guards, apparently. And Data Alice points out that the keyhole was locked in a birdcage, which how do you lock a keyhole in a birdcage? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, last time was in, it was in a doorknob's mouth. Do you really want to ask these questions? <laughs> yeah, true. It's Kingdom Hearts. Just don't ask questions and live with it. And also, uh, this is in a computer, so... Yeah, probably ran an object search of them and then I'll put password protect on it. <laughs> I only barely know how to use computer terms. Datasaur gets the keyhole by lowering the cage and releases it and then presumably fights the trick master to repair the world. You notice we can't even be bothered to find out what these fights are because the story certainly <laughs> doesn't show us. Yeah, the story doesn't show us at all. It's just like it cuts to him jumping in the keyhole and then it shows him jumping out. It doesn't yep. even give us a little first uh, second person narration. Back in the library, there are still more hurts left to undo. Damn it. If I hear, have to hear the word, word hurt one more time. I'm sorry, buddy. Deep hurting. Deep <laughs> hurting. Can you tell I'm the Mystery Science Theater fan in the room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's time for things to get more confusing. So Deosaur catches up to Cloak Guy again. His memory reality now stand tied. Whatever that means. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's on point for Kingdom Hearts uh, as far yeah. as as things go, because like a lot of things about Kingdom Hearts are about how uh, metaphysical concepts affect reality and they w- will contrive ways to make them lock with each other. So Cloak Guy tells Data Store it's time to learn the truth. So he sends him through up one of the portals. Yep. Back in the library, the Disney dipshits were speculating about who the Cloak Guy is when suddenly there's a loud panning on the door. That's mean. <laughs> And then the best scene in the entire game, Datasora bursts into the library. Let me say that again. Because it deserves saying. Datasora bursts into the library. The one where Mickey and Donald and Goofy and uh, are. 
And Jiminy. Like just Jiminy. basically your, your game character just bursts out of the game into your room. And most fiction I've seen jokes that happen usually goes badly for the players. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The monitor shows everyone looking at the monitor, which shows everyone looking at the monitor, which shows sec fault. <laughs> <laughs> but that one just just don't focus the camera. Yep. So and then just to make things even more confusing before there's really any more dialogue, because everybody's too stunned to to think about what's going on. Cloak guy is suddenly in the room and he takes off his hood showing it's Riku. It's Riku. Data Riku, actually. But yes. Yeah. Yep. Data Riku explains that when the memories were stitched back together to repair Jiminy's journal, bugs appeared. No, not bugs. He's with Warner Brothers. <laughs> He was chosen from the journal's pages to protect the restored journal. The full set of memories from it transferred inside him to shield them from corruption. So basically, Riku became a self-aware guardian avatar of the journal itself because all of the memories agreed Riku was the guy who had his shit together the most. But, it, but like he definitely didn't have his shit together the most in Kingdom Hearts 1. Look, let's consider the other choices. We can't be any the ones watching, so we can't use Goofy. I mean, we go the Final Fantasy character, but Leon's too busy angsting. Cloud is a disaster. Um, I mean, we can't use Sora, so would you rather use Phil? Yeah, okay, Riku <laughs> makes the most sense. <laughs> For sake of brevity and keeping another Riku straight, this is Journal Coup. Yep, yep. Journal Koo explains that he imported the Disney dipshits into the journal and reveals Chip and Dale tried to reach them in the real library. <laughs> so that explains why Chip and Dale never came back after, quote unquote, fixing the sim- sim- simulation. So it's, it's used a digitizing laser. And we've gone full Tron again, but we didn't use Tron. <laughs> it, it was right there, guys. There's something wrong with my data. I guess I was calling the assholes who this data matters to. It's easier <laughs> to work it out myself. <laughs> Before the Disney dipshits can get further into their thinking, though, the bad shit alarm goes off again as someone tries to hack the journal. Yes, that's a real thing. You're really coming off with a very ha- hostile tone today, Data John. <laughs> hey, look, do you have a better term for the collective of Disney characters we have right now? <laughs> uh, I had the Disney Afternoon Crew. No, wait, I think that's something else. Our journal coup wants to repair the link to the real world since it's been cut off from the datascape with the hacking. Datasaur, this you can see this all went over his head. You could practically see the little loading uh, hourglass oh, yeah. in front of him. He says, I'm just going to bash the bugs. What a good what data a, boy. Yep. What a good data boy. It's a JRPG. Most problems can be solved by the goodest boy or girl smashing up some monsters until something else works its way out. Yep. Datasaur ends up in the Olympus Coliseum. And Journal Koo is now the guy in the chair. So if this were a game, it would seem the full game loop is now set up. I mean, why not? <laughs> So we have second person narration explaining that Data Sora unfortunately had to deal with the data version of a known sex offender in Phil since Herc is off searching for the cause of the bugs and or has gotten that restraining order. I'm not sure which. <laughs> yeah, Data Sora and Data Herc eventually team up to fight Data Hades, then have a run in with Data Cloud. It's all fairly straightforward version of Kingdom Hearts 1 of Olympus Coliseum, really. I actually thought Hades and Herc were much better written in this iteration again, but it's good villain banter anyway. After Data Sora eventually wins against Data Hades and Data Hades pieces out like a coward, we get a message about data recovery at 10%. He just blacks out the screen. We just see oh, yeah. like, a, like a, a printing out message. Yep, just kind of like a, yeah, the same kind of thing from Kingdom Hearts 2's beginning, actually. So then we go back to the library. Donald's annoyed because we're not getting more Easter egg videos. So Journal Koo says, no, that was me. Journal Koo explains, yeah, uh, I was just doing that because I needed to show some data, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, basically but, he was he was as as I said before, he was showing a mystery box that just to try to get the Disney guys invested in in repair in going further into the journal. 
So they don't get to go very far in that conversation, but we have a completely new twist that only five, only two minutes later in the video from our last one. Yep. Fucking Pete shows up in front of Datasora. Not Data Pete. Pete Pete. Yep. Pete's our hacker. He's the world's best hacker who has no real idea what he's doing. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd go into this computer thingy here. <laughs> Actually, my Pete, because I'm going to need it. Yep. Yeah, and we know it's 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 data it's real Pete because he has the awful zipper costume. This causes up to end up in Agrabah next. In this world, Data Jafar got a replica lamp from Pete and used to stop time in order to capture Data Jasmine. If you read certain areas, they talk about this scene's kind of eerie, but I doubt it. And because of Keyblade powers, Data Sora is apparently immune to time stop. Are Keyblade stands? Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they they appear they appear as a part of your of your like heart or your fighting power. They can interact with things that other that other things in the world cannot damage. They change their shape based on based on either your emotions or keychains. I'm not sure which of those. I'm I'm about fifty percent on keyblades being stands. I mean, they, they also we saw it beat up that we saw it beat up Ansem Seeker Darkness Darkness stand nicely. You're right. <laughs> Keyblade wielders are attracted to each other. True. We are we talking about like your fate, or are we shipping Sora and Riku again? Yes, <laughs> both. Excellent, very good. So anyway, we eventually Data Sora meets Data Genie, a version of Genie who finally has some decent animation. Keep trying to adjust Genie's animation. I think it's because they can't do much with the texture mapping. They oh, keep yeah. trying to make modeled animation, and he's definitely very energetic and bouncy around with this one. Back in the library, the Disney characters are watching, presumably munching popcorn. Mickey and Jiminy are just trying to figure out how Pete infiltrated. And they sort of reason out that there are more ways inside the datascape than just the journals. I wonder if that will make Coded relevant. I'd hate to think our existence is just for a pointless side work. Maybe we can get back at ourselves later by proving that Coded is relevant later on. I mean, let's not set a goal until we know if it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. Anyway, the Agrippa plot finishes with a cutscene of a Chase Iago fight. Ah, uh, those again. Yeah, kind of glad we don't have to do that fight. <laughs> I mean, these chase fights are bad enough in almost any uh, act, 3D action games. You're always struggling with distances no matter how good you are at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just another one of this one, which is always frustrating. But anyways, for some reason, because of the uh, nature of this world, Data Jafar digitizes away once you beat it. Real Pete angrily rants before digitizing away himself. Datasora gives his last wish that Genie is offered to him to Aladdin, which is good data boy. And data recovery is now at 30%. Wonder what that means. So outside of the Cave of Wonders, now Datasora catches up to Pete and confronts him. And we get a little scene uh, showing that there might be more going on right now. There you are, Pete. You're not getting away this time. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, you little pipsqueak. Huh? I think it's time to show you who's a real boss. Come on out, Maleficent. Who's that? And the evil witch Maleficent appears behind Sora. Must you always be so exasperating, my dear child? Do you require a reminder of my power? And she just slams Sora back with it, with the energy from her staff. His keyblade gets, gets flung out of his hand and it catches her attention. Hmm. Isn't that odd? She pulls the keyblade up with her staff, Sora looking out of horror, and then she simply shatters it. <laughs> so we see, twas but a lie. And now that it's gone, this entire world shall be mine to rule. I am amused that she doesn't even stop to tell Pete not to call her like that. Oh, yeah. Journal Koo and Mickey show up in the nick of time to save Datasora, and Pete just 
kind of explains how he found this world totally by accident. Pete continues to weirdly enough be the most competent hire Maleficent has ever made. He showed up, saw this interesting world, and immediately thought this might be interesting. Yep. He even calls out the Maleficent, though she kind of snaps at him. She shows up immediately, so she could just tell to a computer screen. When Journal Coup brought Mickey and the others into the world, into the into the data world, Pete was sneaking around Disney Castle and happened to be peeking through the door. And he got caught in the whole thing too. But since he was physically far away from the others, he he was he got brought to a different spot. And so he he was put into essentially a privileged execution place. And then he called out to Maleficent and Maleficent just has a homing beacon on the guy, apparently. And she was just able to teleport in like it was just a regular world. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's kind of very funny. It's they, they see they both seem to recognize immediately there's weird potential here, but they're actually kind of clueless. Mickey asks her about how she got into a date escape. She's like, date escape? <laughs> Maleficent is a boomer. Yep. Yeah, she- well, I mean, she's from the f- 40s. <laughs> yes. Yes, that sounds about right. So would that be the si- uh, the greatest generation? Yep. Well, you could say she was born in the in this time frame. So, so it's pretty clear that data worlds act just like the real equivalents, right? Yeah. Lifson just does her normal world portal stuff using Pete as a beacon just to get into the place. Well, clearly she hasn't checked. She keeps losing him in time and space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it seems like my theory that data and information are metaphysical concepts in Kingdom Hearts is bearing out. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like just flat out given right now. We already we've already seen a lot of like talk about data as actual things that matter in Kingdom Hearts. And now this is just like, what if you take that concept and run with it completely? Maleficent's just having her younger employee take care of all the technical things, but she recognizes the value in these technical things that she doesn't really understand well. Yeah. She does. said, yeah, she's like, mm, fuck it. Darkness is good everywhere. Yep, she declares everyone will fall into a deep sleep, and Journal Coup tries to jump at her, and she traps him. Just smacks him in the just smacks him into the air and traps him in dark ropes. Yep. It's like this one belongs to me, remember? Yep. Well, <laughs> and Pete teleport away with the trap journal coup in tow, and then everyone's fucked. Yep. Back in the library, everyone takes stock of the situation, and it seems there's only one world that has bugs left in it. Hollow Bastion. Because we're definitely not doing Deep Jungle, Monstro, Atlantica, Halloween Town, or Neverland. We don't have that much time to do all those worlds. we got to finish up now, right? And also Atlantica has been updated to its Kingdom Hearts 2 version, so... Yeah, definitely not doing that. So we're going to finish <laughs> up really quick now, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Right? Right. Because of Maleficent, the team can't really do much now, even though they're taking stock of it in the library. And Mickey is forced to explain the lies that he told to Datasora. Yep. If Vicky can get back to the real library, they can code a new keyblade for Data Sora. I'm sorry. Everything you, you existed was a lie made by me. We're good, right? Ozzy Sora doesn't really seem to get upset with him. He's a little bit. Oh, no. He's having a minor uh, self crisis, but he's not mad at anyone. Mickey runs off to take care of stuff, leaving the others behind. And we kind of have like, well, it's, oh, it doesn't even seem like a crossfade where we seem like the scene's continuing. Don and Goofy are still discussing with Jiminy. Like, what else can we do? Yep, and they, they look away for a second, and Datasaur has already good boyed out of the room. But there's turn around, he's gone. Like, we don't even think, I don't even think time has passed. I think this happened yeah. the second that he left. Yep. And so Datasaur confronts Pete at the gates of Hollow Bastion. Pete's like, meh, and leaves. Yep, Datasaur chases him to the foyer, which causes Pete to sick more heartless on Datasaur after trapping in a big cube. 
and Goofy tornadoes in to save Data Sora. Yep. Great. He's, his AI is using his moves well. Yeah, Goofy says it's time to go. So, and Data Sora makes to leave, but Goofy's like, nah, we're helping our friends. They wonder where Donald got to. I'm pretty sure Goofy's like, Donald was with me. Yep, they find Donald in a dark room. There had to be like a gameplay bit separating this part, right? I don't know. There's a really good scene here. This is kind of where Kingdom Hearts Recoded actually shows off how glurgy it can get, but it's actually it's actually cool. I, I, mean, I would say this is less glurgy, and this is actually just like yeah. very good character writing, especially for Donald and Goofy. It's fascinating because yeah. it's kind of like a, a a second pass at the Howl Bastion dramatic scenes without just being a retread. So it's very interesting in its own way. Yep. All right, let's let's get to it. Donald, sorry. It's because my Keyblade got destroyed that we all ended up here in this place. I dragged you into a real mess. The other two just kind of laugh, guys smile at each other. What are you talking about? You don't need to apologize to us. Huh? Actually, we kind of like getting dragged into your messes. You like it? But why? Because it's no fun watching from the other side of the screen. We wanted to go on an adventure with you like old times. You don't need a Keyblade, Sora. When you have us with you. Thanks, Donald. You too, Goofy. The scene cuts to one of those lifts through Hollow Bastion, like the ones that go through like those like open lifts that go through the energy uh, lines. Hey, guys, I just want to say thank you. Why are you saying that now, Sora? When I'm with the two of you, I feel like I can do anything. It's kind of like we've done this before. There's no memory of it, but it still feels like it happened. And that means the three of us are true friends, just like I always knew. It's kind of fun to make the same friend twice and a little exciting. Mm. But now it's time for us to get back to business. Yeah, we still have to catch Pete and then figure out a way to rescue Riku. OK, let's go. We catch, <laughs> so, we catch up to Pete in the room in front of the uh, the final gate, I believe. The, the gate's the final keyhole. And and we and there's clearly a fight. And then Donald and Goofy are, are, set, are caught at the end in, in like a, a pile up of blocks, squishing them together. Wow, we've been trapped. We're a sandwich. Donald, Goofy, what do I do now? <laughs> Why the blazes would you chumps risk your neck for a lump of data? Why, he's a phony. You guys made him in that keyblade of his. He's not even real. Oh, why don't you be quiet? Sora's our friend, no matter what. Donald. <laughs> Some friend. He ain't nothing more than an empty shell. The kid doesn't even have a heart. Oh, that's not true. We've all got Sora's heart right here inside us. What a load of bunk. You'd see it if you paid attention. Why would Sora keep fighting for us, no matter how hard things got for him, if he didn't care about us? And me and Donald, we're always going to fight for him, too. That's because he's in our hearts as much as we're inside of his. Something else, and I can say this for sure, Sora is our friend, and that makes him our power. Let's Let's say say it it together. together. My My friends friends are are my my power. power. My friends are my power. No, enough with the mush already. You mugs are done, see? And I bet all that power can't protect you now. And Pete starts crushing the blocks in on them. Donald, Goofy, please just stop. Time to say goodnight. Sora reaches out his hand. Let him go. The blocks vanish, dropping the two to the ground. Huh? What just happened? Is it the Keyblade? And Sora, of course, is holding the Keyblade here. Yep. Look at that. 
Seriously, Melissa crushed that thing like it was a bug. Sora, looks to me like something inside of you has changed somehow. Huh? Mickey is standing in front of the portal to the final keyhole holding his own keyblade. Mickey, but what did I do? What was inside of me that changed? I can't say what it is for sure, but I think a new part of you has been awakened. The keyblade's power comes from the wielder's strength of heart. Once, an old friend told me, a heart is so much more than any system. The keyblade we gave you before was one we created. It was nothing but data. To tell you the truth, I never expected it to have the same kind of power as a real keyblade. That weapon was just a replica. It didn't have any substance. That's why Maleficent could destroy it so easily. But during your journey, you really made a connection with all of us. You've become more than the system, Sora. The power you found inside of you isn't like anyone else's. And when you accessed that power, that's what brought your keyblade back. Well, that's what I believe anyway. Only you had the power to do it. A power that's just mine. Yep, I think that's right. I've been searching all over, trying to find a way to fix the leftover bugs. But everything looks like it's okay. Conjured up a new keyblade just ain't fair. Maybe it's time for me to make a strategical retreat. <laughs> Let's discuss this a bit, because that was Kingdom Hearts as fuck, y'all. <laughs> Mickey like, doing long speeches will never not be funny to me. Oh, this, it's yeah. it's wonderful. It's so good. But like this also like drives home the point that hearts are powered by connections, much like we saw with the nobodies in Kingdom Hearts 2 and 38 Days Over 2. Donald and Goofy seem to posit that they carry enough of Sora's heart that Sora can, that this version of Sora still connects with it and it's still like it still gen- genuinely is his heart. Mm-hmm. So it's unclear if like they create it or if they just simply awaken something that was smaller. Yeah. yeah. And and you have to remember Chain of Memories where we were talking about the connection between memory and hearts. Oh yeah. So Data Sora has his own memories and connection and therefore he has his own heart. And what is data if not just an abstraction of memory? Oh yeah, like it's it, they're doing a really good job with a lot of these interesting metaphysical concepts right now. Like I kind of think that this one is funny because you know they I think Goofy and Donald kind of refer, reference the idea that they're inside of of kind of a data game right now, quote unquote. We want yeah. to have an adventure with you. I kind of I thought that was that was really cute. Poor gamer does has get stuck on the other side of the screen. <laughs> but your uh, your your character will never come bursting into your library. Yeah. Oh well. Like, like, I just say I feel bad for real me that it hasn't gotten the voice Pete as much because I'm having a ball doing his voice. Oh yeah. This has been a ton of fun. I wish real John would just stop trying to give up on doing Donald voices or doing weird little like audio thing- tricks on the video editing. It would just like accept Donald voice can sound like this and no one will care. <laughs> I would just say do the Don Cheadle voice. That, I, I don't know how to do the Don Cheadle voice, so I'm just doing my own version of the Don Cheadle voice. <laughs> well, clearly you have your bar- you have your barks you have your Barksian translator. So I, I I really am amused at this one how how direct it is. Donald and Goofy literally, they, they say it twice in a row. Oh yeah. They, they, let's say it together. My friends are my power. That yeah. is, that is as close as you can get in a kingdom hearts game to them looking at the camera and saying, do you get it? Got that. Do you get it now? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, even as like a game that's kind of been like a truncated filler arc. That's sort of a recap. It's still just kind of like, we got to give Donald and Goofy this great character moment. So let's get it in there. Like and it's said, and it's a fascinating, like, uh, parallel of that original time when when Dal and Goofy oh, yeah. chose Sora over Riku and the King's commands, and what the what the friendship meant there. It's like they remembered their lesson; and they were taking it to heart. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like the two of them have been lacking throughout this. It's just they chose to put into action what they what they knew. So yeah, like, and I'm just gonna say, like, every Kingdom Hearts game has kind of like these 
down moments that are not that great. But like, you know what? When it hits moments like this, I'm like, yeah, this game's pretty good. So, yeah, I'm like, wow, Coded is actually great. Mm. Like, this also seems really close to the end. So, like, let's just get there, guys. Like, yeah, it's kind of a climax here, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's definitely a climax. We're ready to wrap up. We clearly aren't going to fight Maleficent and Pete in their final fate here. Like, this is just Data Sword. He's not going to fight the real Maleficent and Pete. So, yeah, it probably was just a few quick fights of the game uh, just to finish up. And so I'd say we just about completed our purpose, guys. It's pretty good because I, I think I heard some pieces fall off and they're really tiny. So I'd really watch where you step. Uh, and my, definitely my fingers seem shorter. It's weird. Yep. <laughs> All righty. Well, anyway, until next time, I'm John. I'm Jared. And I'm Matt. And remember, a good story is best enjoyed with. <laughs> guys, why is this game still going? It did seem kind of abrupt of us to try to push uh, that. Guys, uh, check the remaining time in the video of this thing. That can't be right. It's like, does that say like two hours? Or like credits got really long this time. Right? Right? <laughs> the bad shit alarm goes off in Hollow Bastion. Data recovery 60% appears. And the keyhole for Hollow Bastion appears. And Data Sora handles the keyhole alone for some weird reason. Yep, Donald thinks he just wants to try his new power, but Sora's ready to beat Pete and wrap this up. And he and Pete have a neat little fight. Like, he basically out-agiles him, knocks him down. Yep, yep. Pete says it's time for a secret weapon. It's Journal Coup in a muscle suit. He's wearing his fall Vanitas. Yep, the latest in edgy bullshit fashion. Continue to show his unexplicable skills. Pete Asomo went and took the liberty of taking away his liberty. All I had to do was load some of those bug thingies into your pally's data matronics. Now let's see what this minion can do. I order you to attack and freak you. And uh, Pete's not back because Journal Coup just won't. Yep. Journal Coup resists. So he puts more cubes in him, which causes Journal Coup to straighten up right and comatose. I heard a scream. Sora, tell me what's going on. Mickey, it's Riku. They put bugs in him. Uh oh. Thank you for listening to Backlog Dialogues. If you're enjoying our deep dives and discussions, be sure to leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. If you're really enjoying our deep dives and discussions, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backlogdialogues. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can find our archives at backlogdialogues.com. Special thanks to Eli for our theme song. Kingdom Hearts and all associated trademarks are the property of Disney and Square Enix. Please support the official release. Let's get going. I want to re- practice this because it's a slightly different intro than I usually do. Welcome to back. Mm. Welcome to Data Backlog Dialogues, the data podcast that digs you out of your backlog before it burrs you in data. <laughs> God, oh, that's, such, that's such a weird sentence to say, but I'm gonna say it. Damn it! All right, <laughs> all right, all right. I gotta get that right, even though Data John gets it wrong all the time. You're Data John. Yeah. Sora gives chase, but then the Keyblade. Uh, but the uh, Sora starts to chase after him, but a key, but a keyhole flashes into existence in front of the door. You did not want to say keyhole there. I did not want to say keyhole there. That was very weird. Yeah.
back in the library, the Inklings caused Germany, uh, caused Jiminy. Why did I say Germany? The Inklings caused Jiminy to. <laughs> no, 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 not making any horrible jokes there. <laughs> I'll just say, uh, oh no, it's turned to Italia. We'll leave it there. Thank you for not being annoyed at the uh, logical yes in that particular situation because we're data. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, I just have to accept it. I just have to accept it as a binary answer. I really can't do fuzzy logic well. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Oh boy. Just Uh-oh, give me a couple readings. Uh oh. We're oh, no. in trouble. Something's <laughs> come along. We're starting about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie.